are listening to Bud Banter, a podcast about diving deeper into cannabis, the industry, and the great people that make it all happen. I'm your host, Alex Meek, and today we're chatting with Owen Mello. Owen, thanks so much for being here. Hey, no worries. I'm, glad, I'm happy to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about your history with cannabis and yeah. what sort of made you want to get into the industry? Yeah, so my history with cannabis, um, I started smoking as, it was like my last week of high school, actually. I think I was like an 18-year-old kid. Um, and that's when I started smoking cannabis and kind of got into it. And it, at the time, it just kind of been for fun. Um, but as it evolved and my life moved on, cannabis kind of became more of a helpful thing for me. Um, and so when I, the reason I wanted to get into the industry is I'd been using cannabis to kind of help me and also recreationally for probably about two, two and a half years at this point. And then COVID hit and I was without a job and I started looking for retail jobs sort of thing. And I landed upon a cannabis store and it was the best, best like retail, part-time, whatever kind of world those jobs are in for sure. best job you could get hundred percent loved it um i loved helping people with creating similar experiences to mine you know i could uh, i always go back to the metaphor that i love helping old ladies with joint pain but yeah. i just love being able to help someone like open someone's eyes to this is how cannabis can help you this is how your life can change a little bit you know and would you say that's probably what you enjoy most about the industry would be helping people and i mean yeah hundred percent i mean how do i put this it's hard not to love free samples, you know, <laughs> save a little bit of money. But from a genuine perspective, it's helping people. It's the customers that come in that I can build a relationship with and see that I'm helping their, whether it's helping them, helping their daughter, helping their mother, helping their brother, help, help using cannabis to help uh, enhance their experience. That's 100% what I love the most. No, I, I completely agree there. And another thing I like too is, this may sound a little, uh, I'm fighting my imposter syndrome, but... I like feeling not like an expert, but I know what I'm doing with cannabis. I know how it helped me and I know how it can help other people. I don't get that. Like, I get there's a certain confidence that I can help you. I don't get that nagging bit in the back of my mind that I don't know what I'm doing with cannabis, which I really enjoy when, I, when I'm helping people. I think that really helps be genuine as well. Yeah. Because you can, I think that comes off strong when you're talking about something you're both passionate about yeah. and you have a personal knowledge on that really makes people comfortable when they're talking about cannabis. Yeah, exactly. I'm not working at sport check and I've never played volleyball before, right? It's, it's a different story now. Yeah, you're not necessarily pushing something you're not aware of. Yeah, exactly. I really do like that. Being something you can be, or working with something you can be organically connected to. Yeah, you know? no, that's, that's, that's really cool. Within the industry, do you have sort of a preferred like, consumption method? Do you tend to stick to like dried flour? Yeah. Dabble in concentrates, anything? I mean, so I'll do edibles here and there. Um, never really the... Uh, never, I shouldn't say edibles. I do the beverages here and there. I do like smoking a joint and having a drink in my hot tub here and there. Um, it's a good way to relax at the end of the day. But my normal method of consumption is dried flour through a bong. Yeah. Uh, I'd say week seven days, five, if I'm smoking every day, well, I'm smoking bong every day, but five out of those seven days, I'm not touching anything else. Right. You know, it's really like edibles are going to be on the one or two nights I want to relax or a concentrate. It's going to be, hey, I'm going crazy on a Saturday night watching some fights or something. Other than that, though, it's really just dried flour through the bong. And do you have any preferred strains or stuff you always come back to or maybe yeah. like a brand that you always enjoy? I um, I don't necessarily have any brand. Strains, I've got a few narrowed down, but I kinda, I've kind of, i got a world, I call it, of melt-your-face-off weeds. Okay. And that's yeah. kind of like where I stick to. So it's a rotation it's a of OG Kushes, uh, Heavy Bubba's, just heavy indica kind of weeds. Uh, there's some cheeses in there. Stuff that I like to get home from work. And just, I'll smoke it and be thrown into my chair, thrown into my couch, thrown into my bed, and just kind of forget about the world for a little bit. I don't like, uh, I don't like smoking and 
feeling like I got to go for a run or feeling like I got to do something all the time. So normally my go-to is those melt-your-face-off weeds. And if you're looking for the strain, it's stuff like Kush Cookies, um, OG Kushes, Mm -hmm. the Bubba's, as I mentioned. You're more of the the relaxing, stereotypical in-the-couch. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. I've got – the other thing, when I say cannabis helped me, I've got some pretty gnarly ADHD, and one of the reasons I I noticed it was helping me is it slowed my brain down. Interesting. So I it's smoking cannabis. I love smoking weed, cleaning my house, and organizing my life. I'll do monthly, yearly planners and agendas because when I smoke, I can actually slow my brain down enough to kind of put those things together. And do you have a, a go-to strain for those kind of days? Is it the same sort of stuff you use when you're just trying to the melt your face off category yeah it's like melt your face off category but a little lighter you know so i might smoke something like a wapa or maybe like a uh like a blueberry kush or you know something a little less strong maybe too like i've got one that's it's an og kush but it's only 10 percent thc it has cbd in it as well which is kind of nice instead of hitting like a 25 30 percent yeah for sure it speaking of cbd do you tend to dabble into any of the other cannabinoids like cbd cbg cbn there's a lot of yeah research being done upon a lot of that stuff these days outside of the thc realm yeah so i love getting out of outside of the thc world like i love as much thc as i can get but i love getting out of that world too so i haven't tried thcv yet unfortunately um but i have gotten into so cbn was the first one i tried um i'm an end of day smoker so i thought cbn might help me get to bed a little faster maybe i smoke a little less before bed and my experience with CBN was actually, for me, CBN wakes me up more than puts me to bed. Interesting. So I'm, I've, I've heard, a few, heard it from a few customers as well that it kind of just, yeah, wakes you up a little bit more. So CBN, I kind of stay away from. If I smoke CBN, it's like a sativa almost. Like I want to go do a bunch of stuff. Interesting. Um, which, yeah, it's very opposite to how, how most people experience it. Generally, but at least, yeah. CB, uh, so then other cannabinoids, CBG, I absolutely love. I got put onto that by the Pearl's Blue Razzleberry Edibles because uh, I started taking those to do homework. Okay. And I would take two pearls, and I mean, it's only four milligrams of THC. That doesn't affect me. I'll take 400 on a weeknight. But this little little bit of CBG, I found just got rid of that nagging voice that's like, you should be doing something else, a little bit of anxiety, and just send me straight into focus. So CBG, I love for focus, and now I take some calm drops, which are CBD and CBG every day. Um, and then CBC, I, w- I like as well. CBC is just a little more uplifting. I find that's good if I'm going out. I want to stay awake. It's I, I can use that as to, to replace like an energy drink because I don't do many energy drinks. Right. Have you ever tried the uh, the Panakia, the Growtown CBG flower? Oh, I have actually. Yeah, I honestly so CBG flower. I liked it, but I prefer like the uh, the long hit or the long release you get with an right, edible right. CBG. It's like a CBD vape. Like if I need it quickly, I'll take that CBD vape. But for the everyday long release, I do love that oil or the edible. The, the other yeah. thing I did too is I try. I took a some 50 milligram CBD pills for a few months to try to help with my anxiety. And that really did work. I don't know why I stopped, but like I, the CBD pills, I, or even ingestible CBD definitely really worked for the anxiety for me. I, I am in the same boat for you there. I've been taking CBD oil for as long as I can remember. It, uh, it is a consistency thing though. Yeah. It helps to, if you do it on yep. a regular basis, take your dosage, then yeah. really treat it kind of as a medication, I guess. It's the best I way. I find it can really help with that, but I, I do the same thing. Oh, I'm going to try something new today. We've got yep. a new segment coming up. We're going to do a little product review. Yeah. So what we have today is the Cookies Cannabis in a 14-gram. We've got their London Pound Cake. Nice. So we took a, uh, a second to smoke a little joint of this. We did. And uh, 
First off, when you crack the package, what, what's your first thoughts? I mean, so when I before I even crack the package, cookies itself, they're a reputable brand. Um, they are a brand with a little bit of hype behind them, but as someone who works in a store and has worked in stores for coming up on three years now, uh, cookies is a brand that you always got to keep your eye out for. They have a good reputation. So I, I, going into this, I had high hopes. Opening the bag, exactly what you want. Beautiful, beautiful orange pistols, nice purples in there, some good light green, and as well, it's not like overly dusted. You're not seeing a lot of extra keef, but it's nice and shiny. If you put a flashlight on it, like your high school drug dealer, like it's coming back reflective, right, right. which is it's what you look for out of a bag. And companies normally put, I don't want to say lower quality, but less bag appeal reefer in their larger quantities. No, absolutely. So it's good to see high, high quality, high bag appeal nugs in a 14 gram quantity. And then looking at it too, you're not getting dusty nugs. You're not getting stuff that's falling apart. The bud structure is good. They're not half nugs like some companies will do. It's clearly full nugs right off the plant, which is nice. Yeah, I, I completely agree. The, the color is absolutely beautiful. The, the dark purple, the bright orange yeah. hues, the, the, the light green. The, they're not the biggest nugs, no. but the density. Um, like you, almost, you throw a little one in your grinder and it almost shocks you how much comes out of it kind of thing. Yeah. And um, the orange like looks like a looks like a tree in Gatineau Park. Yeah, like it's yeah. so bright. No, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, and I mean also going back to before the package too. Cookies is doing giving you everything. Well. Like they're giving you your, your active terpenes. It's sitting at twenty five percent too, which twenty five right? Uh, no, twenty three right. Here. Ah, twenty three. Yeah. My apologies, but so nothing overly strong. But you're still getting your terpene profile, and it's caryophyllene's the dominant one, if I'm That's not mistaken. Correct, yeah, like you do get that peppery peppery little bit from there, but there's a nice sweetness you get from it. That's yeah. the that's the nice bit of the of the pound cake. Well, we've got some some mercine and some farnesine that are falling up in the the top three yeah. terpenes there, and I found especially when the, the taste of it it all, it almost had a a sweet um, kind of taste to it as well. I want to say it was like sweet earthy, almost like a sweet grass. Yeah, like yeah. it's not that uh, not you've smoked some reefers before, I'm sure that are sweet or they're they're tr- like how do I say tr- foresty? Yeah, like they they kind of taste. Not dirty in a bad way, but kind of like dirt. No, it's, you it's know? fair. Yeah, Ear- earthy. Earthy, yeah, earthy is a great term yeah. for it. This one had much more of like a, a sweet grass kind of mm-hmm. taste to it, which I really enjoyed. No, I, I found it to be a really smooth smoke as well. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. coughing. I found. Yeah, and beyond that, the effects were great. Euphoria, talkativeness, creativeness. Yeah, I'm feeling it a lot behind the eyes as well. Yeah. Um, definitely not overly. Um, either way on sativa or indica, I would say. Yeah. I'm definitely a very content high, but it's not putting me out on the couch. No. It's, it's a functional uh, weed as well, but overall very enjoyable. Yeah. It didn't also was, wasn't one of those things where you smoke it and you're immediately sent to space. or True, yeah, you know, for, sure, for sure. Came on nice and slow, nice and easy. Yeah. Just kind of settled in. Yeah, I would, uh, a, a mark for me is would I buy it again? And I would. Yeah, I think I would. I would. Uh, I would make this purchase again, which is a overall a good thing for I think, the product. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, that's the number one review you can give yeah. it. I'd buy it again, yeah. or I'd buy it. You you brought it today. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> I would sure. buy it as well. One last question I have yeah. for you, Owen. Do you have any tips for somebody that'd be new to cannabis? Any tips or tricks that yeah. you learned along the way? I got a few, um, and some of them may contradict themselves. Like one of my tips is going to be. Do your research before you get into it, right? Um, I had a friend who, I mean, I love him to death, but he started smoking at 12 years old, you know? And we, a lot of us know stories like that just because they're doing something because you think it's cool. For sure. You know, I've seen a lot of people at 16, 17, 18, all the way up to 23, you know, not know their own mental state and smoke it and ruin themselves. Or not ruin themselves, but get themselves in some bad spots. So definitely do your research before you get into it. 
But to contradict that, the second piece of advice is it's just weed. You know, I, when I was growing up, it was like, I thought this was going to absolutely, it was going to be the craziest thing ever. At the end of the day, it's just weed. Well, you remember those those commercials with yep. the, the girl melting into the couch? They really, uh, they put it out there that this was the, just something that you should really stay away from. Exactly. We've like, learned that it's a little more tame, I guess. Yeah. Like, like when I say do your research, I think anyone who, before they drink, should do their research too. You know, like before you drink, you should figure out like, oh, am I an angry person? Am I a calm person? Am I a happy person? What's what's going to come out of me? You right. know, you, you, that way, same with weed. You should know before going in like, what type of person am I am? And that way you can tell how it's changing you. But at the end of the day, it's just weed. So don't get too hyped up or too scared of it. Uh, what else I would say is experiment. So don't smoke it once and go, that's not for me. Or smoke it once and go, that was the best thing ever. That was the best strain. The weed is different for everybody. You got to do so much science on yourself to figure out where you fit into the weed world. But once you find that spot, stay there. Stay there. That's, that's it. Experiment, experiment, experiment. And once you're content, stay there. You know, no, that's I. I definitely agree with that, but it can be tricky sometimes yes. because there is so so many products yeah. and different strains in in the the crosses between things, and there's new stuff coming out every week. So it's yeah, it's exciting to try the new stuff, but as you say, um, try to find something that works for you. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's if that's what's doing the trick, you should probably stick with it. Exactly. If it's if you're using it as a tool and the tool isn't broken. Don't, don't fix it. And I think, yeah, that's the last kind of bit is know what you're using it for. You know, are you trying to have fun with it? Are you trying to use it for something? Understand your goals going in. It'll give you a better idea coming out of it of how you, how, how to judge it, how to interpret it, you know? And actually one more is going with, do your research. There's so many brands, there's so many products, so many products released. They're the same product released by different brands. So many brands are trying to just sell you some cheap reefer. Like you, like you would do with any product, even apples at the Apple store know what to look for in the product. You know, I can buy, I can get what I want out of 10 different products because I know what to look for out of each one. So a big one is educate yourself on terpenes. So if you know you like terpenes, it doesn't matter necessarily the strain so much if you're getting that terpene blend. Indica sativa is not going to matter as much if you get that terpene blend that, that works with your system. Like if, you, if you know you're someone who likes a lower THC or a higher THC, well, it gives you a framework to work within. So kind of build yourself a framework. That would be the other piece of advice I have. Well, and thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time and offering all your insight and knowledge on the cannabis industry. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.